Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. It's me, Manny Garavito, your host, producer, and local comedian here in the Magic City. It's going to be back for another episode. Uh, I actually enjoy doing these a lot more than I've ever done before. I'm on a roll. I'm actually coming out with a lot of ideas to talk about on this podcast. And the numbers are going up. The stats. People are listening in. People are subscribing. People are leaving reviews. Totally appreciate everything you guys are doing. Um, I wanted to talk about, you know, what 2019 was for Miami comedy. And I've got to admit, I think now it's safe to say that the comedy scene here in, in Miami is great, for lack of a better term. It's it's great. So when I first started doing comedy, a little backstory on some some of the reasons why I started this website. When I started doing comedy back in 2009, uh, I had to drive a lot of places. So I had to go to, I remember um, Wednesday nights, I would... I would go every week to Boca. I drive all the way to Boca, which is like an hour drive every Wednesday. And there was a show where it was one of the best open mics at this place called the Funky Buddha. Um, I haven't been there in a while, but I believe it's now called Mad Robot Company or something like that. And since I was fairly new, I had to go up really late. I had to show up early, get on the list, and go up really late. And even though there was still an audience, like at 11, 12, 1 in the morning, it was still a good way to get in front of people on a weekly basis. And I remember sometimes I'd drive all the way to Marco Island when the Off the Hook Comedy Club was there. I think that was on a Tuesday. And that was like a two, three-hour drive. Go there, do your five minutes, come back home, 3 in the morning, wake up, go to work the next day. There's a lot of dedication. I also did a lot of shows in West Palm Beach in, you know, random uh, places, Lake Worth. Uh, these are all hours away from Miami. Uh, there was one really good room, which uh, local comedian Freddie Stebbins used to run uh, called John Martin's. But it was a rotating show. So if you go on one one night, you can't go on the following night in order for it to be fair. And, you know, it's totally understandable. So... You know, it, it was just very difficult to go up and perform and practice as a comedian in Miami. And I've seen a lot of comedians come and go since 2009. And I've also seen a lot of rooms come and go since 2009. And, you know, I knew something had to be done. So I started this podcast called The Brick Wall Sessions. And what I what I did was like, it was kind of like a... Con- congregation of comedians talking about certain topics. We even did a couple of live shows at a sushi lounge on on Saturday or Sunday, I forget. And we would just talk about topics and see how, you know, how we can make something cool happen. And, you know, over the years, a lot of comedians got really good and then they left. They went to other cities to to get more stage time and find more opportunities than what was available here in Miami. So I made a lot of friends and then they all left. And I graduated at FIU with a degree in marketing. And I started a room at the uh, Flamingo Theater. And then, you know, to avoid mentioning any names or businesses, it was uh, taken over by another entity. And I was down in the dumps. I was down to ground zero. And I had no room. Um, 
all the other rooms I had, I kind of like left because they were like broken down places. I mean, when I first started producing comedy shows in Miami, they were in like broken down dive bars. Uh, some, I, I had a casino gig, but it was too open. It was like behind the bar. You know, when you try to perform behind somebody like shaking up drinks and dumping ice, it just ruins the magic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there was a lot of pr productions, uh, I'd say, in 2014, 2015. My first ever production, I still remember it to this day, was in the attic of Tobacco Road in Brickell in downtown Miami. And the owners didn't even know we were doing a show. there. It was kind of like Fight Club. The manager kind of like, well, like, it was like a game of telephone. There was a, a, a promoter, a low-end promoter, and he told the, the general manager to do a production upstairs and we went upstairs. There was no bartender. Like people had to go downstairs to grab a drink or food and then go upstairs with it. It was very hidden. Um, and eventually, you know, the place closed down, which was a great place. And, uh, that was the end of that, but I'll never forget my first comedy show. And it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun anyways. So, uh, fast forward, I started, um, mammycomedy.com in 2015. I believe, and, um, you know, one show at a time, building it up, a lot of things started up, a lot of things started um, disappearing, like, you know, you start something up, and then, like, a month, two later, that's already gone, but eventually, I kind of got the hang of marketing, and promoting events, and making valuable experiences, where people kind of remember your name, and the comedians that are involved, and you know, just create good times all around. And then eventually the website just picked up. So I'd say uh, the website picked up in early or mid-2017. We kind of had a, a slow progress in 2018. And then it just boomed in 2019. So I can just imagine how 2020 is going to affect the business, which is I'm looking forward to it. But I think I think now in 2019 is when it's safe to say that the comedy scene in Miami is great. We have an amazing comedy scene here in the 305. And the reason why I say that is because every show that we've been producing is always in attendance. There's always a group of people, groups of people, I'd say, coming out to see what the local comedians in Miami are like. Uh, the comedians that we have here, housed in Miami that are still living here, they're getting really good. You know, the writing is getting on point. It's kind of like we all grow together. So if one comedian gets good, another one wants to get good with him or her. Uh, and then we have like roast battles now. Uh, local comedian Mateo is hosting these roast battles and, and comedians kind of have to like go at each other's necks on stage and in public and, you know, really get an ego check and write original good material. And we know if anyone's out there like stealing jokes and, all the comedians are in attendance in the back watching your set and judging <laughs> and making sure that we're on, on point. And, you know, we've got really good hosts for our weekly shows. And it's come down to the point that we've eventually started something where it's ongoing. It, it's just so much momentum is just carrying behind every event on a weekly basis that you can now go up on stage almost any night of the week in Miami in all the cool, trendy places, not broken down places, not hidden places, in trendy bars, in places where people want to go to see comedians perform. And the shows are always fun. 
the people in attendance are also very original, you know, unique personalities. Um, you know, it's kind of like a mixture of like nightlife people and people that like to take it easy and people that would stay home if there wasn't anything low key to do, you know, something that you could just vibe out with your friends or on a date and they go and they go out and then they go to these events and they have a good time and then comedians shake their hands. They get to know some names here in Miami. They build up their fan base and now comedians, you know, they get a following like, you know, there's so many comedians in Miami that are just kind of making a name for themselves now. So. Yeah, the comedy scene, and from and from what I've gathered, because I've been to other places in the United States to check out their comedy scene. I went to Cleveland, saw the scene in Seattle, uh, New York, of course, D.C., and I think it's time to say it and to make it official. Miami has a good, a great comedy scene, so that's what this podcast was for—to announce it, to make it official. You heard it here first at MiamiComedy.com. Miami has a great comedy scene, and it's only going to get better. There's so much more coming up in 2020. Um, we're almost at seven nights a week. And, you know, that's always been the goal since I started the website. It's, it, we just got to get seven nights a week where anyone can go on, perform, get good, and make Miami a staple for what is comedy. And there's a lot of other announcements coming along with that being said. However, I want to make sure that I get it accomplished and uh, well done first before I start putting the names and the project ideas out there. Well, you know how it is. So uh, I usually put the announcements up front, but let's go ahead and do it now. So Monday, of course, is the Red Bar. It's going to be the second to last show. Then the last one is going to be on December 30th. We're going to have a regular showcase because December 30th is going to be a hot night at the bar. So we're just going to put about four or five comics up front, really talented individuals to perform. And then Tuesday and the following Tuesday, there's no show because Tuesday, I believe, is Noche Buena, as they would say here in Miami, right? In the Latin culture, Noche Buena, the night before Christmas, Christmas Eve, for any gringos listening. Uh, and then Wednesday, we do have a show on Christmas. We're going to be at Barter Winwood, And that show is going to be very special because it's going to be our very first joke-off competition. And in this competition, it's going to be four rounds, two comedians each. And it's going to be similar to the roast, but not in insults. It's going to be who wrote the best and perform the best. So we're going to be seeing comedians battling their material. And whoever is voted by the audience and the judges gets to choose. Uh, well, those those two get to choose who wins the cash prize. So it's kind of like a way to jumpstart uh, the local comedians here getting cash prizes for their performances and their level of talent. Uh, I think it's a really good idea because we can gauge to see where we're at in terms of um, quality and in terms of talent and in terms of who deserves to be noted uh, as someone that's working on their act. So make sure you check out the first ever joke off. Uh, it's during ladies night over at barter showtime is nine o'clock ladies drink free from 10 to midnight. However, we do ask that uh, you uh, do a two purchase minimum for that particular event. And I'll tell you why. Um, not only is your date drinking free. All right. Not only are your lady friends drinking free. Okay, but we need to support the venue <laughs> because if you guys are drinking all night, you might as well at least purchase two. It's kind of like you purchase two drinks so you can drink all night for free. Ladies, of course, fellas, you know, we're screwed, whatever. <laughs> That's just how it is. Suck it up. Okay. That's how they always tell us. Suck it up. Um, I think they do offer bucket specials. I think it's like $25 for five beers. You choose. I don't know. Ask the, ask the venue. But I think that is the special for us. 
uh, always uh, make your reservation in advance because this show always gets extremely popular. It fills up very quickly and tables and seatings run out very, very quickly. And we're trying to make a name for ourselves here because Wednesday night is the place to go watch live stand-up in Wynwood. So definitely check out the joke off on Christmas Day, 9 o'clock. Thursday, we return over at Mr. Wright's Gold Digger Saloon. Now, this place is really becoming the brand new home for stand-up comedy on a Thursday. And the reason why I say that, it's because the momentum that this particular venue is gaining when it, ter- when it comes to putting up live performances. Last thir- Let me tell you what happened last Thursday at Mr. Wright's Gold Digger Saloon. It was raining. I went to go see Star Wars at 5 o'clock. I, you know, I'm a big Star Wars fan, as you can tell from a previous episode. I went to watched a movie and it was pouring raining and i'm like man i better use the force to make this event happen because we got to do this event rain or shine and lo and behold i get out of the theater and it's still it's not raining as hard but it's like showering you know like that light shower that like water goes through like a really fine grate or something and it's showering and i'm driving to the venue you know it's like two hours till showtime i'm driving to the venue and i'm thinking man i i really got to make this event happen and people showed up. <laughs> we had like 30, 40 people. Um, some comedians are really coming out and they're realizing that this is the place to work out in on a Thursday because the people in attendance are paying attention and they really want to see stand-up comedy and plus there's an open mic right after. And, you know, we kind of get a little bit of resistance every time we get a new room. Like, a, you know, a lot of comics don't show up. So like the ones that are savvy and that want to get good, they kind of like show up early to get on the list. And then that way they can still have an audience when they perform. So, you know, shout out to all the savvy uh, comedians getting their stage time in on a Thursday for a good crowd. Uh, so, yeah, you you've, you just got to see what this room is like. It's like this Western themed bar. It's got nice uh, seating. The uh, place is very intimate. It's kind of romantic. You can you can bring your girlfriends there, too, and have a great time. So uh, this Thursday, 9 o'clock, definitely check out Mr. Wright's Gold Digger Saloon Comedy Night, the brand new room for MiamiComedy.com. All right, with that being said, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you all very much for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode.